Hello and welcome to the Daily Royal. My name is Shelby and I have been a royal watcher for the past 10 years. In this podcast, I talk about the daily events of seven of the European monarchies. So I talk about Belgium, the UK, Denmark, the Netherlands, Norway, Spain, and Sweden. I upload Monday through Friday with occasional bonus episodes here and there. Today we are going to be talking about all of the events from Wednesday, November 10th of 2021. You guys, it is officially, officially, officially state visit multiple in a day. Um, There's only a couple of times this is happening. It's today and tomorrow. I don't think anything else is scheduled to be at the same time. There are a lot that are like one right after the other or some like official visits are happening at the same time. Um, But state visit per state visit, this is the only time like two are happening at the same time uh, this month at least. Um... So that's really, really exciting. The British royal family has been, like, out in full force today, which is really, really exciting. Um, The Spanish royal family returned. So what I'm saying is there's a lot to talk about. So we are going to just jump right in. Again, we are starting with the Belgian royal family today. Belgium. In Belgium today, there were a few different things going on. Um, So we'll start with the meetings. Um, So first thing, King Philippe held an audience with the, um, let's see, the European Commissioner for the Economy, um, or maybe the Commissioner for the Economy of the European, I don't know. Um, I think it's the European Commissioner for Economy. Um which is confusing to me. Um, But simultaneously, or at least in a similar time, uh, Queen Mathilde was holding an audience with the UN High Commissioner for Refugees, um, which she, they were speaking in, um, in regards to her role as an advocate for the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals and Agenda 2030. Um, So that is what was going on first. Um, And then later on in the day, Queen Mathilde visited an organization called, I think, uh, Fratriha. So Fratri in French, Latin, um, it's it's either, it's kind of the same word, um, means sibling. And so this is an organization for people um, who have siblings with intellectual disabilities. So it is a supportive community to support um, siblings of people with intellectual disabilities who are maybe getting more um, attention and are less able to, um, you know, kind of thrive on their own. So she met with some younger siblings, um, in terms of, like, the, their age is younger. I don't know if they are younger or older than their their sibling that has the, the disability. Um, but they were younger children, um, and she read them a book. Um, and then she also learned more about the organization from just talking to various employees and uh, roundtable discussions and such. So that was the day in Belgium again. Um, you know, it's, it's a pretty chill week for the Belgian royal family. It's not like 
you know, we're not having these massive, massive events from them, but obviously they are still working. And so that is, um, certainly something that we will just obviously continue to talk about. Um, but with that, we are going to go ahead now and move over to the British Royal family. In the UK, like I mentioned, it was a busy day. Um, It was a busy day all around, but in the UK, um, basically every member had at least one event, um, and so there is a lot to talk about there. Um, So we are going to start with the Prince of Wales. Um, So today, the Prince of Wales held an investiture um, where he invested new members of the Companion of Honor, um, which is an order that honors major contributions to arts, sciences, medicine, or government. Um, And so the notable um, awardee today was Sir Elton John um, for obviously his musical career. Um, And then there was, there were some other I think there was one other person for sure invested into the ceremony, into the companion. I don't remember um, too much about it. Let me let me see here. Let me see if it's easy to find. I didn't I didn't really save it because like Elton John, but let me just see if there's somebody else. Um, the other um. Yeah, they just didn't really. Uh, let's see the an architect. Uh, was also invested um, as a member of the order as well. Um, So that was really, really cool. Um, And then the Duchess of Cornwall today attended a Poetry Together recital. Um, So Poetry Together is an organization that brings children and older people um, together. So it it brings school-aged children and residents of um, senior care facilities together. And they can recite poetry and hold um, tea parties. Like, it's just a really cool collaborative event. And we know from research that um, anytime you collaborate younger people with older people, both parties benefit. Um, So that is a huge bonus. Plus, like, include the arts and also a social component with a tea party. I mean, come on. This is, like, perfect. It is the perfect kind of situation. Um, so that is what was going on for the Duchess of Cornwall. And then also today, the Duchess of Cambridge, um, visited an, uh, an art exhibit at the Imperial War Museum called Generations Portrait of the Holocaust, um, which is a photo exhibit, a photo, um, display of various Holocaust survivors and the, um, their stories and also the stories of their family. Um, so included in this exhibit were actually two of the photographs that, um, Catherine took or Kate took during, of Holocaust survivors, um, that I believe if my memory is correct, um, they were released in early 2020, either on the day of, um, the 75th anniversary of the 
liberation of Auschwitz, um, but it also may have been um, right before that or right after. I can't remember the exact timing. Um, so that was today. She was also able to meet with um, Holocaust survivors who were there. She um, It also focused on the Windermere children, which we just recently talked about. Um, and there are just, there are so many things that I just love about, um, about Kate and, and her role. And it, it's one of the biggest things is her, her follow through and her like commitment to a project that at this point was done about two years ago. Um, and, like, she's just seeing it through completely. Like, she's doing follow-ups and she's having conversations and, like, she's just really, really um, able to follow through. You know, we, in early 2020, the launch of these five big questions and, like, this focus on the early years really, really started. And then the summer, you know, we got the Center for Early Childhood because of that. Like, it's just... It's amazing. It's all just awesome. And I love the follow through on it all. So props to her. Amazing. Um, also, this is just, of course, a super important topic that needs to be continually shared um, because the only way to prevent ourselves from making the same mistake, again, is to remember the first time it happened and... Um, speaking, of course, of the Holocaust, and remember the horrible acts that people are capable of and prevent that. So that is um, what was going on there. Um, and then there is also an evening reception that is taking place at Windsor or was taking place. I'm sure it's over by now, um, but maybe maybe not. It's actually still kind of early. It's like only 10 p.m., um, but I don't expect them to share much about it until tomorrow. Um, but I just wanted to mention that currently at least the Prince of Wales and possibly more members of the royal family that I talk about are attending um, the reception for the Queen's Award Awards for Enterprise. Um, so that is what was going on in the British royal family. So now let's go ahead and move over to the Danish royal family. Denmark. In Denmark, it is officially state visit day one of four for Queen Margrethe and Crown Prince Frederick's visit to Germany. Um, I just want to briefly say before I even get started. So Denmark has a system that if the head of state is out of the country, there is a regent named. Typically, that is going to be the crown prince for obvious reasons. Um, however, Crown Prince Frederick is also on this um, trip. And so for at least what I think is the first time, Crown Princess Mary is serving as regent. It was decided a few years ago that she um, was going to be able to serve as regent. Um and like sit on the council 
and do all the things. Um, but she is now, I think this is the first time she's regent, at least to my knowledge. It certainly is in the last almost two years. Um, so I just want to say that I think it's really cool. Um, it doesn't really mean a lot. It just means that she is serving as the literal head of state while Queen Margrethe and Crown Prince Frederick are out of country. Crown Prince Frederick resumes that when he returns um, to Germany in a couple or to Denmark from Germany in a couple of days. So that's really fun. Um, okay, so state visit part one. <laughs> um, they arrived in Berlin um, and then attended the official welcome ceremony at Schloss Bellevue, which is the official residence for the German federal president, which is the um, president of the government. Um, and um, so during this time, again, official welcome ceremony. So there's a review of the guards and just like a brief, you know, hi, hello kind of gathering. Um, they then for like a brief little time, Queen Margrethe and Frederick split up their events, um, like literally one, um, they each went to one different thing. Um, so Queen Margrethe visited the uh, Charité. You know, uh, sure, sorry, it's probably more similar to Charity University Hospital um, to learn about their their work um, while Crown Prince Frederick visited the Vattenfall Power Plant, which is a larger scale power company in Germany um, that this particular power plant and probably others like it are eliminating or phasing out coal-fueled power. Um, and switching to greener alternative options, which is part of Germany's ongoing commitment to be, I think, relatively um, carbon-free by 2038, perhaps. Um, I need to look into that a little bit more, but I, a lot of those details are sticking out to me. Um, so they both visited their respective things of the day, and then they were hosted for lunch by Chancellor Merkel. Um, so Angela Merkel is still currently the Chancellor of Germany. However, she is now in a caretaker position as opposed to um, the like actual Chancellor. Like Her party is no longer in charge. Um, it's just there, the governments haven't all, the coalitions haven't all formed yet. Um, and there's an expected president, but like that isn't all confirmed and done. So currently, uh, Angela Merkel is acting as the caretaker for the German government, um, as has been, and this has been since I think even before COP, she has been, um, in a caretaker role. I think it was like the last week in October that she did that. Um, but she hosted a lunch for Queen Margrethe and Crown Prince Frederick. Um, and then the royals laid a wreath at the New Wash Memorial, um, which is a state visit kind of tradition. So pretty typically state visits include laying a memorial wreath um, for fallen soldiers. 
So this is no different. Um, then they kind of left the federal German side and moved over to their visit specifically to Berlin. Um, so they visited the Bradenburg Gate. Um, and then, uh, which is like the part of the Berlin Wall. It is the checkpoint, the customs checkpoint um, from what was East and West Berlin. Uh, one was maybe USSR controlled was part of the Soviet Union and the other part was Germany like proper as we know it now I I think um my my Cold War history is not great um I know like my college had a piece of the um Berlin Wall um as I think I think a lot of places do. Um, I've, I've seen more than one in my lifetime because they're pretty readily accessible and I live in a space that that doesn't make a lot of sense for. So I think there are just lots of options out there for pieces of the wall. Um, but they, they visited that. They spoke with the mayor of Berlin. Um, and then it was time for the evening events. So prior to the official state banquet, Crown Prince Frederick took part in a reception for the Danish business delegation. So I think while there's a state visit happening, I think there's also a trade promotion happening at the same time, um, which is pretty typical. It's just this one is a little more obviously happening because Frederick is going to take part a lot more in the businessy side um, for the next two days. And then Margaretha is covering kind of the other pieces. But then also, like, Frederick is there to um, be a royal as well. It, it, it's a lot happening. Um, so then it was time for the state banquet that President Steinmeier hosted. Again, this is Frank Walter Steinmeier, um, who is the German federal president. Um, and so during the dinner, both heads of state gave speeches focused on the closeness between the two nations. So Germany and Denmark, first of all, share a border. Um, and secondly, are very similar in culture. Um, and so they both spoke about that. And then they also spoke about the last time they were all together at the um, 100th anniversary celebration of uh, the Southern Jutland reunifying back into Denmark um, from its time as a German territory. Um, and so that was that. Um, it was a a busy day. Uh, the schedule is busy through the rest of the week as well. Um, so I think they are there. Let's see. Today is the 10th. I think they're there through Saturday. Um, well, okay. Margaretha is there through Saturday. Frederick goes home at the end of tomorrow. So he has two days and then she also has two days. Um, so she, uh, Queen Margaretha travels, I think to Munich on Friday. Um, and we'll take part in a few events up there as well. So that is day one of the Danish state visit. Uh, wow. It's wow. Uh, and so now let's move on to our next state visit. The Netherlands. 
It is day two of the Dutch state visit to Norway by King William Alexander and Queen Maxima. And today, while less grand-ish, but not really, um, was possibly, I mean, so far, there's been two days, but I actually liked this day a little bit more. Um, don't get me wrong. I love the pomp and circumstance of welcome ceremonies and all of that. Believe me, I do. But like today, you just got to see more interaction between the royals and also just like, I don't know. It's just different. It's it's more of a, a business-focused day. Um, I am eagerly, I think tomorrow will be my favorite day um, if everyone can show up. So uh, Crown Prince Akun was still out of commission today. Again, he has a cold. Uh, he has been tested for COVID. It is negative, um, but he it has a cold and is not really participating in the state visit. He It is hoped that he will be in Trondheim tomorrow with the royals. Um, if not, Crown Princess Matamara will take that on, um, as she was scheduled to do. But again, just like, please, please let him show, because I really want all four of those people to be together. Um, so anyway, let's talk about the day's events. Um, so to start, um, King Willem Alexander, Queen Maxima, uh, King Harald and Queen Sonia all attended a seminar on human rights as well as freedom of expression, um, particularly pertaining to social media. Um, so that was the first event. Um, and then Willem Alexander and Maxima met with the Norwegian government. So they met with the prime minister, um, who then hosted a lunch with the government that, uh, King, King Harald and Queen Sonia also attended. Um, but it was more focused on the, the government, um, just the king and queen were there. Um, so King Willem Alexander gave a speech really where he focused on the new Norwegian government. So again, reminder, literally a month ago, um, the Nor Nor Norway got a new prime minister and the new government took effect um, just about a month ago. Like, I don't remember the exact day that that happened, but um, pretty recently. So this is a newer government that um, still hasn't really gotten its footing. Uh, this would be like having a state visit in the U.S. Um, in, like, February. <laughs> you know, our new president is inaugurated in January. This would be, like, immediately after that, having a state visit, which is silly. Um, not everyone is even in place yet for that. I don't know if that's in Norway's case, but, like, in the U.S., that would certainly be the case. Um, so that was their, like, midday, um, and then later on in the afternoon, on the Dutch ship, um, the Dutch military ship called Rotterdam, uh, which is a city in the Netherlands, but also um, uh, this particular Dutch naval ship uh, that is currently docked in Oslo. Um, they, King Willem Alexander and Queen Maxima hosted a reception for the Dutch community in Norway. So this includes um, 
Dutch people who are studying in Norway, work in Norway, um, also like government employees of the Netherlands that work at the embassy and um, if there are any additional consulates in Norway um, for the Netherlands, like those people are all invited as well. Um, so basically the Dutch, basically Dutch people that are um, serving the Netherlands while they are residing in Norway, essentially. Um, so that is what was going on then. And then afterwards, still on the ship, Crown Princess Metamarit came aboard and joined the Dutch Royals for a conference that was focused on defense cooperation between the two countries. Um, because they are, they share, um, the North, North Sea, is that correct? Um, I believe the Netherlands borders the ne North Sea to the south and Norway to the north, I think. Because in in times past, uh, in a former state visit that Queen Beatrix, then Queen Beatrix, now Princess Beatrix, gave um, to Norway, she came on a boat, I think. Um or at least that's what it looked like. So I think there it's pretty easy to travel to Norway from the Netherlands by sea. So they talked about um, defense cooperation. Metamarit wore red, white, and blue, which is the Dutch flag colors. It's also the Norwegian flag colors. Um, you know, it. my life is very easy <laughs> when I make products for the Dutch royal family that are color specific um, and the Norwegian royal family because they're both red, white, and blue. I will say the Dutch royal family also has orange and blue um, stuff that I make, but uh, when you go to like shop the Daily Royal, it is red, white, and blue, but also orange and blue. So they share the same colors, but I appreciate that she like wore that. Um, also loving how much we're seeing Metamara during the state visit. Um, so that is that and then in the evening King Willem Alexander and Queen Maxima hosted a concert um, as a thank you to the Norwegian royals so King King Harald and Queen Sonia as well as any other invited guests so it's basically the reciprocal of a um, state dinner is a concert held for them. Um, some royal families do this, some royal family or some others do a like alternative reception. So for example, in, in Spain, they'll hold the state banquet. And then the next day, um, at the palace that the, the incoming state visitors are staying in, which is typical, typically El Pardo, they host a reception for the the Spanish royal family. Um, so it's just a reciprocal, like, thank you so much for having us, etc. kind of thing. Um, here's a big party to celebrate. Only the Dutch royals do a concert, and it's really fun. So there was a cellist who performed at the new Munch Museum, which the Norwegian royal family literally just opened a couple weeks ago. So that was really, really cool. Um, so that is what was going on today on day two. Um, like I said, I'm very, very excited for tomorrow's events. Hopefully Crown Prince Akun can attend um, and we can just really see these royals, but also like 
friends, you know, I talked about this yesterday, like, these people are friends, um, because how can they not be? So to see them all connect and, like, be together is just something that I am really looking forward to. Um, so anyway, that is what was going on there. So now, even though we still have, we are at 30 minutes, we're just going to keep going into the Spanish royal family. Spain. When I decided I was going to try and shorten these episodes, I did not think about days like today. Well, I did. I just said, oh, those are few and far between. Um, and now here we are in November. I made this decision in August. Um, and now here we are in November. And I'm very much paying for this decision. <laughs> um, because, you know, I feel bad that we're already at 29 minutes. And uh, we've still got two countries to go. But let's go through the events in the Spanish royal family. Of course, there were, like, many events. There were three. Um, so let's just jump right in. So first, King Felipe delivered the National Awards in Sociology and Political Science, um, which are single awards that are um, given every year. So he delivered the 2019 award to um, sociologist Inez Alberde Alonso um, and the 2020 award to Miguel Beltran Villa, uh, Vieva, sorry. <laughs> um, and these awards are sponsored by the Center for Sociologi Sociological Research um, and really promotes the, these more social science studies um, and people who make a name in those fields, um, because obviously they're super duper important fields as well as they contribute to our understanding of how people work, um, in sociology's regards and also how people think in terms of political and global issues on the side of political science. So that was his first event. Um, and then second, he held an audience with the president of the Inter-American Development Bank, um, who is currently on a working visit to Spain. Not entirely sure about this one. Didn't do a ton of research on it. Um, but then we get to Queen Letizia's event, where she attended an um, a conference kind of thing hosted by the BBVA Microfinance Foundation. So BBVA is a big bank in Spain, um, and they have a foundation that does a lot of microloans, um, and so the, that foundation held this event focused on digital opportunity and the importance of digitization. Um, so there were different presentations given, um, and then at the near the end, uh, Queen Letizia gave a speech where she really focused on inclusive finance and the importance of microloans, um, to people's livelihoods, um, and betterment of their lives. So that is what was going on in Spain. I know I literally just sped through that. Um, but like, that's what was going on. Um, and so now let's go ahead and finish off with the Swedish Royal family. Sweden. 
finishing up in Sweden today, there was one event and I'm so excited that the Swedish royal family chose to actually share the thing because I can actually talk about it. Um, so today, Crown Princess Victoria and Prince Daniel attended the PEP Forum, which is hosted by Generation PEP, uh, which is basically an offshoot of the Crown Princess Couples Foundation. Like, it receives a lot of its support from that foundation. Um, and so, of course, Victoria and Daniel are super duper involved in it. Um, also, it just really aligns with their values. Um, so, Generation Pep has a... Um, Basically, their entire focus is getting children outside and exercising and li living healthy lifestyles. Um, and so today during the forum, Crown Princess Victoria gave the opening speech where she talked a lot about um, getting children off the computers and the phones and the iPads and all the things um, to just you know, go outside and get some exercise and just live a, you know, healthy, healthy life as much as possible. Um, and so that is what the focus was on, but a forum like this is obviously going to be, um, there's going to be a lot of different presentations, a lot of interaction, a lot of fun things, all the, all the good stuff. Um, but again, I'm just really happy they shared about it and I was able to talk about the event because, while there were events yesterday in the Swedish royal family, they didn't share on them, um, which I understand. It's just like, sometimes I wish I could talk about their things, but then I don't understand what's going on because they put like two sentences or like a word like, oh, they're at this. Like, well, okay, great. That's lovely. I don't know what's, what this is, but cool. Thank you. Um, so it was just really nice to have a detailed thing to talk about today. Um, I know I sped through it, but that's that. Um, so today was really, really, really exciting. Tomorrow is going to be really, really exciting. Um, I am just going to put this out there. I am very hopeful that this is not going to be the case. Um, but I, there is a potential that I will not be able to record tomorrow. I don't think it's a likelihood. I've got it scheduled. I've got my day scheduled so flippin' tightly that I'll be able to record. But in the off chance that I cannot, I will be back um, on a, on Friday to record. I also plan on recording um, an episode on Saturday after the Danish visit um, just to kind of wrap that up in a pretty little bow and uh, call it a day there. But if I record tomorrow, I won't be back on Friday. And if I do record tomorrow, I, or if I um, don't record tomorrow, I will do a Friday and a Saturday. Um, but we'll just see. We'll play it all by ear. Um, and so with that, I'm going to end this episode. Please go check out thedailyroyal.com, The Daily Royal on Instagram, and like and review this podcast. And I will talk to you all tomorrow. Fingers crossed. Have a fantastic Thursday. Bye.